When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. The Trade Feed for Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians. And Toyota, Toyota certified, pre-owned in a class of its own. Good morning. You're listening to Continental Tyres, AFL trade radio engineered in Germany, proven in Australia, trade up to Continental Tyres this trade period. Sarah Ollie here with you for the next hour with Cal Toomey and Riley Beveridge. Cal, good morning to you. Morning, Sarah. A Riley. big story you broke last night. Jason Horn Francis's uh, intentions to join Port Adelaide certainly have rocked the trade period, haven't they? Mm. And uh, changed the whole... Huge. dynamic of what the next couple of weeks will be. So we'll follow that story and get to that in a little bit more detail shortly. Yeah, and we do have a special guest joining us off the top this morning, Sam Power, the Bulldogs list manager, and we will be crossing to Josh Gablich throughout the day who is at Marvel House. Now, Sam Power is on the line. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Sam. Just a bit of a scene setter, first of all, this morning. Just talk us through exactly what it looks like because all the clubs, they're back together and at Marble Stadium today. Yeah, yeah firstly, yeah, thanks for having me, Sarah, Kellen, Riley. Uh, yeah, a bit different uh, back in um, at Marvel on the first day, but a staggered sort of entrance, I suppose, more probably for media, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, so a few clubs have probably already started to trickle in or have seen that and... Western Bulldogs at the bottom of the alphabet. We're a bit later, around 12 o'clock. <laughs> hey, Sam, thanks for coming on Trade Radio with us. We'll start with Rory Lobb. How are negotiations with Fremantle progressing on him, given they put their, their stake in the ground and, and saying they, they don't want to trade him? Yeah, I mean, I yeah, obviously heard that again um, this morning. Rory's you know, clearly contracted, so... Um, obviously, you know, um, understand Freo's position there. He's indicated, you know, he'd like to join us. Um, if a deal can be done, his partner moved to Victoria during the year, so he's keen to, to get over to Victoria and, and be with her. And um, we'll keep having discussions with Freo, but um, you know, at the same time, he's a, he's a contracted player, so it's, it's really hard to go into too much detail on that. We've spoken about a second round pick likely being something you could put forward. Is is that where it sits at the moment in terms of you know, from your end what you'd like to to deal? Um, oh yeah, we not sort of speculate on yeah the finer details of, of discussions that sort of maybe had, but you know at the moment I mean Freo's position's been you know, really strong, but um, he's a required player there. Um, you know we'll continue to be respectful and, and have conversations where we can, but. Um, understand that uh, where their stance is at the same time. Sam, what role do you foresee Rory potentially playing at the football club if you are able to to secure him this year? Obviously, you've got a lot of key position players in that forward line, but if you were to bring him in, do you see a, a Sam Darcy or maybe even an Aaron Norton moving into the back line? Or oh, again, it's sort of I'm really sort of reluctant given he's contracted to sort of go into too much detail. He's, he's clearly showed he can um, you know play as a key forward and have an impact there and. 
and be a really good sort of second ruck option, um, which, which he did this year um, at the Creo. So, um, you know, other than the sort of saying, saying that, it's probably something uh, ideally for able to sort of work through something um, through the trade period and, um, you know, hopefully they had to comment more on down the track, but given his contract, that it's, it's really hard to, and probably unfair for Freo to sort of comment too much more on that. Liam Jones, do you expect that to get done today as a free agent? Uh, yeah, we're sort of anticipating hopefully in the next 24 hours, uh, whether that's um, today or, or tomorrow, obviously getting paperwork prepared and, and also have to you know, sort of wave our own list. So we, we've had some free agents um, during the year who have had different interests at different times from clubs. So you're trying to sort of get as much information there as well before, um, before lodging paperwork. Just on Liam Jones, it's a homecoming of sorts to the Bulldogs. I know you you weren't part of the Bulldogs list management team previously when he was there, but he's had the stint at Carlton, obviously this year outside the AFL system and coming back. How excited is he for his return to the AFL level? Yeah, he's really excited. Um, he's fantastic. Um, Guy Liam, he's obviously you know played a lot of really good football uh, over his career, particularly in the last um, few years. He was at Carlton um, since he's moved as a, as a key defender. So um, you know we're bringing in um, someone who you know we we know can play some really good football as a, as a key defender. It's been um, you know an area of the ground that we've been really keen to address, um, and also what you know, Liam sort of offers on a um, sort of personal level as well, and the leadership is in the leadership group for Carlton for the last few years there, and, and showed significant growth, you know, through his time in Carlton in that area as well. So, um, you know, not only what Liam can bring on field to our defensive stocks, but also, um, you know, the maturity and experience he, he can bring to our group, which is still relatively quite young. You spoke just then about the free agency compensation model, and I guess that has to come into all your thinking when you're looking at your deals. I, I imagine part of that decision-making as well is around what Zane Cordy does. Uh, he has been offered a, a two-year deal, which we've reported on afl.com.au. Do you expect him to be at the club, or have you got any clarity on, on where that sits with Zane, who is a free agent as well? Yeah, you're sort of weighing up all those um, things. We know we've had a few free agents, as I said, even Jason Johannesson, who... And we're really wrapped to have signed in recent time was was a free agent um, as well. So you know, with sort of Zane specifically, we're sort of in constant dialogue with his management. Now he's a free agent, unrestricted free agent. Um, he's obviously sort of entitled um, uh, to, to look around and, and see what's there. So we'll continue to have discussions. Um, you know, over this sort of coming trade period or sort of week with um, his management and sort of see where that lands. We're speaking to Western Bulldogs list manager Sam Power. Now, Sam, when it comes to Josh Dunkley, how are the negotiations going there? Because we heard from Luke Beveridge. He said they're going to have to pony up this trade period. (laughs) How's everything progressing in that space? Uh, Well, just some initial discussions, really, with Brisbane at at this stage. Um, Yeah, we clearly wanted to keep Josh and and offered him a a long-term contract that we thought was really compelling and um, you know, he's a fantastic player. Um, you know, obviously showed this year with, with the year he had and, and best and fairest winner and um, premiership player at the club. So, you know, someone ideally we, we worked really hard to keep and, and wanted to keep. His you know, desire is to, to get to Brisbane if he can um, during this trade period and, you know, we'll sort of work in good faith too um, with Brisbane to uh, hopefully sort of reach an, out, out, an outcome um, with that. But understand we sort of with how highly um, we value Josh and, and the player he is, um, that we expect you know, um, adequate compensation for, um, for, you know, for what he's displayed, um, not only this year, but over the course of his career. We've seen players in 
Josh's position go for for two first round picks in the past? And I know it was your asking price a couple of years ago when he requested that move to Essendon. Do you think the market's been set for a player of his caliber and his age? Uh, there's always a lot of things you yeah, take into consideration. Um, obviously, you know, different sort of in terms of the contract status that it was two years ago. That in saying that, the, the forms at another level. So it's sort of this um, things that sort of balance out in different directions. You look at a lot of other previous ones that have um, happened, and you know, it'd be interesting to sort of follow some of the other guys through this trade period. Um, there's obviously a bit of speculation around Toronto and what that might be. So. You generally look to um, different things as well, as well as just you know the, the performance and the value, the, their age, and you know, really coming into the peak of his career over the next few years. Um, you know, and, and we sort of know we saw the growth in his game here, and, and the way he prepares and the way he takes his football. He's only going to get better as a player as well. Obviously, he had an offer on the table for him to to retain him before he requested that move to Brisbane and Port Adelaide as we report on AFL.com.au in the mix as well. But how close did you feel the club was to, to retaining Josh Dunkley? Uh, it's always difficult to know. I mean, um, there's sort of, um, you know, elements of when you know, um, talk sort of drag out so long and, and go to the end of the season that you know, history would sort of show it. it's probably um, not looking as favourable as you'd hope. But from still from discussions with Josh and his manager, William Pickering, until quite late was that, you know, he hadn't made a decision, so we clearly take that on face value, which gave us, you know, a lot of hope up until um, the phone call um, you know, a couple of days after Brisbane's um, season finished that he would still remain at the Bulldogs. Um, unfortunately, uh, you know, he, he sort of decided that his futures, um, we'd like his future to be up north, and um, you know, we now sort of work through that. Um, you know, with Brisbane, as I said, the intention. Obviously, to get something um, done over the course of the next nine days. But have they come forward with a future first round pick for him? Uh, they've, they've flagged sort of in initial conversations around the, the, the future first. It's probably as much detail as I'd give. They've clearly got uh, a lot um, going on. They've got points considerations. I mean, from our end, we just sort of strip it down to what's Josh's worth um, and being sort of adequately compensated for that. It's a little bit of a different year for you in terms of uh, the past couple, Sam, in that you don't know who your first draft pick's going to be. Obviously, <laughs> 2020 with Jamara Ugo-Hagen, uh, you weren't sure where the bid was going to come, but I'm sure you had him penciled in as coming. And obviously, Sam Darcy last year, who we've already seen such exciting signs from. How do you approach your draft um, process this year? Currently have pick 11 as your first spot. Yeah, it is very different. Um, I mean, we're extremely lucky with the two we've brought in the last, Two years. So, are, you, are you kind um, of glad you're not you're I'll, not going points chasing this this next couple of weeks as well? Yeah, <laughs> I won't. Yeah, hide away from from that and um, bringing in the guys of the caliber of Jamar and Sam. But at the same time, I definitely know the recruiting guys are are really excited to um, actually be talking in depth about the top end of the pool and um, and ranking them in an order. So that'll all play out. You know, clearly we'll uh, playing out at the moment, but um, in, in more detail as we get closer to the draft and, and then after this trade period, when we know exactly where our picks are or also that I know you can swap picks all the way up. But, you know, within um, or pretty much in the 90, 95% know where our picks are heading into the draft. There's a few other uncontracted players on your book, Sam. Mitch Wallace, Steph Martin, Josh Shackey, in terms of experienced players that have been at the club for a while now. Where are they at? And do you expect them to be at the club next year? Yeah, well, um, constant dialogues with sort of the managers of all those players and we'll assess everything sort of throughout 
um, the next nine days and then um, when the trade period finishes. I think you sort of see it with a lot of clubs now that um, need to maintain you know, flexibility to be prepared for any scenario that comes up within the trade period, um, whether certain deals go through, um, you know, with guys we're looking to bring in or, or guys going out um, as well. So we'll weigh all that, plus sort of the rules around elevating rookies and um, which all those list sizes have been cut back or primary list size being cut back in the last couple of years, the, the element of still having to elevate rookies um, after three years um, sort of adds to that as well, that you need that more flexibility from a overall change to your primary list size or from not primary list numbers. Sam, thank you so much for joining us. Best of luck across this trade period. By the sounds of things, you're going to be fairly busy. I uh, appreciate it. I'm sure it will. we'll get busier as it goes, I'm sure. But um, <laughs> I appreciate your time this morning. Thanks, Sam. Sam Power joining us there, the Western Bulldogs list manager. There's a fair bit going on when it comes to Sam and the Western Bulldogs and some deals <laughs> that they need to orchestrate, Cal. Yeah, there are. And obviously Josh Dunkley is central to that. Nothing, I've said this a few times already, nothing lives in isolation in the trade period. No. They're, everything <laughs> is linked. They no. always say it does, though. Every deal's <laughs> independent of the other, apparently. <laughs> About a boy, Hugh Grant says, every man is an island. No trade is an island. They're all tied up somewhere. There's, there's a bridge somewhere to another one. And that's the case for uh, the Bulldogs in one sense, in that uh, what happens with Luke Jackson will then lead, I think, have an influence on what happens potentially with Rory Love. And, and the Dockers aren't going to make a move, if at all, but they're definitely not going to make a move until they've got Jackson sewn up. And then they might consider what the best option is for uh, Rory Lobb. But also then the Dogs will want to know what their best draft pick hand is going to be after Josh Dunkley goes and what they can actually give up for, for Lobb as well. So mm. there's, there's a few different factors involved there, but clearly... Um, I don't think a future first for for Josh Dunkley is going to be enough and I'm not no. sure it suffices either. And he referenced Tim Taranto in his reply there, which will likely be, well, not two firsts because... Well, essentially... Second, but it'll be two top 20 picks. Yeah, essentially two, two first round picks. I mean, yeah. you'd say that 12 and 19... Close in, enough. <laughs> ...in and of itself is, is close enough. And, and I think most people would see that as right. Um, yeah. Josh Dunkley is a year older than Tim Taranto, both best and fairest winners. One's a premiership player, um, both pretty strong players who are ready to go in terms of their influence and impact from, from day one, once they get to their new clubs. So there is, uh, yeah, there's a lot to play out of on the dog's front, but I, look, I, I like the Liam Jones um, yeah. addition and he's free. It, mm -hmm. it is interesting though, that the stuff that we talk about and the, the things that clearly uh, clubs think so much about is the timing of these decisions, the free agency decisions, the diluting of compensation yes. picks, what that means for late trades. In the end, it's not going to make a difference to Carlton. They get a compensation pick through either the AFL or a late pick through the Bulldogs. But it, there's always another factor that goes into it. And when there's an unknown like Zane Cordy probably is their, yeah. their main one at the moment as a free agent, then then clearly there's going to be some um, discussion around that. But it's a good point as well, because it would make a difference to Carlton if they were bringing in a free agent. Yes. And then they'd have to negotiate it. I don't know how a trade would look given his situation, but if if club's bringing in a free agent and losing a free agent, there's always things to work through there. It's not as simple as you sign one and you get rid of the other because you might get more value if you complete a trade. We'll see, yeah. as you reported last week, Cal, we'll see Brisbane potentially do that with Jack Gunston, given the fact they're about to lose Dan McStay. So... There's always levers that are working away in the background.
You're listening to The Trade Feed, thanks to Toyota. Toyota certified, pre-owned in a class of its own. Plenty more to come on The Trade Feed. You're listening to Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio. Engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. Summer is coming and you want your car air conditioning working at its best. You'll be blown away with the air conditioning service at your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Our fully qualified mechanics will help keep you cool all year round with a comprehensive service of your car's air conditioning system, no matter what you drive. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.